0: have Marcus Toller. He has a unique creative strategy that is tailored to meet any requirement set by his clients, whether they're a small entrepreneur seeking more followers or a CEO of a major company searching, searching, sorry, again. Today we have Marcus Toller. He has unique Strategies that are tailored to meet any requirements set by his clients, whether they're a small entrepreneur seeking more followers or a CEO of a major company searching for revenue growth solutions. He went from specialized events, services featuring DJs, live music, photo booths, and more to customized coaching providing usual visual aids. Toler's proven approach to customer marketing system automation expansion is a perfect fit for any business, big or small. Welcome, Marcus.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here and uh, share my story.
0: Awesome. Well, tell us how and why you knew you had to change your focus and What was the first trigger and why did you act on it?
1: Well, so, you know, as you mentioned in my intro, um, I was heavily involved in the nightlife scene. I had a beer pong company when I was younger in my 20s and in my 30s. And, you know, it was a lot of fun and it was a big party, but I never really took it serious until I got my daughter. She was in eighth grade Um, being a full time single dad you know, and trying to maintain this party life and this rock star persona, it just didn't line up anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And I knew for, you know, not only my livelihood, but hers more than anything that it was time to, you know, actually dig in and form a better, you know, get serious and have a business, Mm -hmm. Um, you know? And at that time it, it dawned on me, I'd already created multiple brands over the years that were successful, all from social media, Mm -hmm. you know, dating back to my space, um, you know, I was onto something. I knew that I could do paid Facebook ads and get people in the door, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. So I kind of just pivoted off of that and was like, hey, you know, I can do this. I went to my restaurants that I was already working with. They trusted me already and I started working with them. But the problem was when COVID swooped in, um, you know, we didn't have any restaurants for a second. Everything was gone. And it was then that I had latched onto a yoga studio here where I'm at in Virginia. Um, and I was introduced to yoga, and it was a game changer. It was just a whole new, opened my brain about the way I thought about, you know, expectations. And, you know, it just changed, it really changed my mindset and the way I thought. And that took me down a lane of working with multiple wellness and fitness people over COVID, and it was just a whole pivot, Um, Mm -hmm. and through all that, you know, I discovered automations and and CRMs and funnels and all these different things that I'd heard about over the years, but I really got good at it and really focused on it, and then that created this new mission of let me show others how to automate their business so they can Mm -hmm. focus on things they really love doing in their business, which unless you're a marketer, you don't sign up for a business, you don't create a business to learn how to run Google ads and Facebook ads.
0: Most of the time, not.
1: (laughs) Most people don't. I'm one of the few people that I know that enjoy the marketing side of my business. Um, But even when I was a DJ, it was more about playing the music and having a good time. I didn't want to do the back end stuff. So, you know, I knew there was a need for that. Um, and that's what I really want to bring to the entrepreneur space and the business world is like, Hey, we're able to have these CRMs like HubSpot and Salesforce and all these different things that the big corporations use, but we can have our own systems on a smaller level too. And a lot of people will have this misconception that, Oh, it's going to cost so much money to do these things, but it really doesn't, you know,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but yeah, so, I mean, it's really one of those things where I've. I've tried to let go of expectations and having such huge demands for myself and just go, you know what? I'm gonna do whatever I feel like doing, and I'm gonna manifest the success with that. And it's working pretty well. You know, I'm still working on that work-life balance. And, you know, recently I'm on a new discovery path for myself of, you know, now I want to work for freedom. I want to create more freedom in my life. Yes. And you know, as an entrepreneur, we sign up on this journey to be an entrepreneur, to escape the nine to five life. But really all we did in the grand scheme of things was create a new nine to five that turned in from, I don't know about you, but I work 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. sometimes, a lot of times. So it really well, started that,
0: taking it. A- not me.
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs> I haven't balanced it yet, right?
0: Uh, no. Wow. Well, I, I'm, I'm pretty balanced. So, That's uh- good. That's good. I actually don't have to work. I choose to work, so that's that's go. yeah, yeah. That's but, kind
1: of yeah, but that's on that path that I'm I'm searching for, you know. And that's okay. Got it. Curious. Yes. Um, other people have already found it, you know. Yes.
0: Got it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But that's that's me in a nutshell. That's pretty much, um, you know what I've done and what I'm doing, and you know it's just a work in progress. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. What, well, as I asked in the introduction, what, what was, what kind of feeling did you get uh, that you came aware of that? I mean, you said, yeah, now it's time to get serious, but what was the trigger?
1: I think the trigger was being at a at a bar DJing in the middle of the night, an hour away, knowing that my eighth grade daughter was at home by herself, that was it was really bothering me. Mm-hmm. And did she
0: I, say something to you, or she did?
1: She has anxiety, and you know, it was really a tough that first year when I had her, and I was trying to juggle, you know, being the DJ and maintaining what I already had in place. Um, it was one of those things where. It, it was really stressful on both of us. And I felt trapped for a second. And I was like, wow, I have to do this. I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, I can't leave my kid at home by herself at night in a new place. She just moved in with me. And it was really, it was really bothersome. It really bothered me. Yeah. Um. And finally I just had to let it go and have faith that yeah. it was gonna work out. And that was tough. It was really tough.
0: What Tell us about what made it tough for you. Well,
1: it's just the what, fact what, that...
0: Yeah, well, what are challenges?
1: Yeah, the challenge was, you know, that was my income stream. That's all I knew at that mm-hmm. point. That's, mm-hmm. that's I knew that money was guaranteed. I knew I had this system in place where I was like, all right, I know I'm going to go do these events five nights a week. They're weekly events. I could count on that money. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Now, granted, I was already subbing out my work to other DJs and stuff. But mm-hmm. when you sub out work,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: like you got to triple the amount of work to make up for the money you're losing when you're giving it away, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so it created this sense of, wow, okay, I'm letting go of this and I'm going to have to find a way to replace it with a different income stream or expand on what I already have. hmm and luckily, you know, COVID kind of swooped in and was like, "Now nah, we're just going to shut all this down and you're going to figure something new out.
0: <laughs> well, it, and, it was uh, actually uh, um, Murphy's Law. Sounds yeah. like it.
1: Yeah, it definitely was. And, you know, I'm thankful for it. It was scary at first.
0: Yes, of uh, course.
1: But I've always been one of those type of people when I'm backed in the corner and I have to figure something out, I will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the universe has a weird way of working with me. In yep.
0: With everybody. Uh,
1: everybody but you know we always feel singled out right
0: yes Um,
1: the weird thing for me that the struggle has always been I'll know when something's not serving me anymore yeah and I'll keep doing it anyway because it's comfortable you know it's like well this don't really serve me on the grand scheme of things but it's paying my bills it's giving me what I need you you
0: you, you give yourself some uh, some reasons to stay in this right even though it doesn't feel good
1: exactly Yes. and and that's kind of where it was and the universe was like you know what let's make it easy for you (laughs) let's just (laughs) take it let's just take it away from you
0: yeah well maybe um did you have any reserves in financial matters
1: well i did and that was one of the that was one of the things I've always you know going back to the trauma and the childhood stuff you Mm -hmm. know I grew up in West Virginia my dad was a coal miner Mm -hmm. Um, there was a time when I was a kid that he got hurt in the coal mines and he was fighting for disability
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: we were poor for like Mm -hmm. a whole year like Mm -hmm. to the fact you know we're at a point where we're on food stamps Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember bless his heart I remember he used to send me in the store with food stamps to get a candy bar so we could get cash yeah. to get a pack of cigarettes type thing And It was yeah, the most yeah. embarrassing and belittling thing as a kid and i think i told my therapist recently i was like you know i think that scarred me to the point where i was like i can never be broke i can never yeah. ever go without um yeah. you know and it's a struggle because money's a money's a big thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know that was one of the things that it was a it, it's all it's like a double-ended sword right that led me to never not have a nest egg, yeah. But also, it leads me down this path of like I'm constantly chasing, chasing the the bigger dollar. So yeah, it's interesting.
0: Yes, I got you. I I totally get what you what you mean. I mean, uh, then it it seems like at such a moment, your wound goes wide open. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it it all worked out, Um, you know, like I said, now it's a matter of finding that balance, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that, I guess, self-confidence to go, you know what, we're good. I'm okay. I don't have to work myself to death. I'm Mm going to be fine.
0: Exactly. Yes. Well, and how does a balance look like for you?
1: Uh, Right now, it doesn't look great. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because I'm on some massive uh movement right now, some massive mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. Um what
0: way? In what way?
1: Well, just a matter of like I'm letting go of like the fear of, you know, I used mm-hmm. to try to bootstrap everything and not invest into anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and as we know that doesn't work. It only takes you to a certain point and then yep. you're kind of you're kind of capped out, right?
0: Yep.
1: Um, you hit a ceiling. So over COVID I've been in a position where I was like you know what I'm just gonna I'm gonna let go of that fear and invest in myself more than anything
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and then I'm gonna just trust the process and yeah. just and it's working out but I'm yeah. one of those people where I have trouble being satisfied
0: okay. um
1: and a lot of times I'll hit a plateau I'll I'll heal it. I'll hit that accomplishment that I've been shooting for and I'll go, well, what's next? Where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. Instead of just enjoying that moment, enjoying that victory for a second. Um, You know, and I had like a tarot card reading a couple of months ago and it was one of the cards that fell on the table where it was like, you're not enjoying your life enough. You're not living Mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really the big thing I'm trying to work on going into the new, the next chapter uh, is working for freedom. You know,
0: yeah, but yeah, do you have any idea what you need to learn?
1: I guess, um, you know, one of my biggest challenges has always been sales, um selling something right mm-hmm. i I sell the process more than I sell the outcome, and that's mm-hmm. challenging, and that that's not. Traditionally, how sales works, right? People want to hear what the outcome is. Like, what's your what's your thing going to do for me? What's it yes. going to yeah. accomplish for me? Well, I get called up in the ooh, let me show you how it works. Yeah, where people are really not—they don't understand it anyway. So no. like they really
0: just—they no. just
1: want to know what the benefit is. Yes. Um. So really, that's one of my biggest things is I've invested a lot in the sales coaching over the last couple of years. Hired some heavy hitters that are like. High dollar salespeople, but I also am really torn because you know when you listen to high high pressure salespeople train and coach people on how to do that, it's like I feel like they're not selling with purpose, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be like that. I don't want to just sell, 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 sell a product that's not going to serve my audience. Are you um, Yeah. I want to be able to sell something that's truly going to help people. Yes. I not know. just collect all the money I can and move on
0: yeah well authentic is exactly. the word that that is coming up for me and uh um, I recently spoke with with someone who said well I hate when people um try to over deliver yes like or big big click baity yeah, uh, yes not deliver exactly yes um so yeah but being standing in your truth um that's that's absolutely the thing to, uh, well for for me at at least uh yeah no, to, i agree to, to 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 create the the sustainability long term no. because you're gonna get stuck if you're not uh authentic and and people will notice not by the words you say but by the energy you you have around you people notice that
1: no they do and i mean you can't you know people say fake it till you make it i hate that saying yeah me
0: too (laughs) it's like you can't
1: just fake it till you make it no just um it's not sustainable and it's not scalable more than anything true Um, sure i could fake it till i make it and then hold on to every penny i have and hopefully i'll have enough to ride that out for the rest of my time yeah But what kind of life would that be? Because then you got to hide out because you can't even show your face then. Exactly. So, you know, finding that, I guess where I'm at now is it's a mixture of finding that balance, Mm -hmm. but also being able to create products and programs to Mm -hmm. serve my clients that Mm -hmm. actually will serve them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. And, and. Do you have any idea uh, what your true value is for people? I your think my true,
1: value, um, my true value for people is, you know, A, I'm genuine. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel about something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and now I'm getting better at saying, you know what? what? I was on a sales call last night. Perfect example.
0: Mm-hmm. I said, you
1: know what? What I have doesn't serve you. hmm is there anything else that you think I could help you with instead of trying to force feed what I'm trying to sell Mm -hmm. I was like you know what what else do you think I could help you with and and the guy said well you know I need help with this that and the third you know and I was like yeah I can definitely help you with that it's not really what I was trying to pitch you but I'm definitely willing to help you with that anyway yeah um instead of just going, no, 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 you need this, you need it, you need it. Exactly.
0: Well, what I hear is you're connecting with people and you're building relationships, which is the basic foundation for sales anyway. Yeah. So that's a a great attitude. But I wonder how you, um, I mean, you shift gears from, nightlife and the music and the djs to like this uh well the marketing the systems um uh, to scale uh um and help your your clients to scale uh, and and create freedom yeah in 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 what matter um how did it benefit you, you using all those systems?
1: Well, for me, um, and this is, again, another challenge of mine, having ADHD and trying to do so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm one of those people, I do a lot of different, I, I tried a lot of different projects and I got a lot of different ideas going on and uh, And I'm getting better at, okay, just because it made me some money don't mean I need to put a lot of energy into it. Um, Yeah. But getting back to what the benefit was for me personally with these systems is I'm able to create multiple projects now and streamline them. Mm -hmm. Now the next layer is the infrastructure is there. Now I got to get the team and Mm -hmm. build the team and put the right people in the right places Mm -hmm. to make sure that that process keeps moving the way it's supposed to. Um, And that goes back to, you know, I used to have a fear of investing into things, Mm -hmm. um, because I thought I could just do it all myself. Yeah. And now I'm going, no, you can't. You can't do it all yourself. No. Right. So the system is just one layer. Yeah. To get the ball moving. Now, okay. Layer two is the right people in the right places. Yes. And then layer three, we got to fulfill what we promise. Yeah. You know, so it's building those layers out and then just keep oil on them and making them better instead of just going, okay, we got something going, let it go. Who cares if it yeah, looks yeah. good or not?
0: Yeah. I totally so get kind of Yes. Yeah. If, if, uh, if uh, people are listening and want to transition uh, their focus because they are in a, um, well, a career, a business, uh, a life, uh, that actually they don't like, or maybe they like the money, but it doesn't make them happy. Uh, I call this like the, your lifestyle business instead of your business lifestyle. Right. Okay. So put, putting your life first, because yeah, as you, as you mentioned in, in, um, just now today i could work myself to death yes. right and actually many people do yeah. uh, burnout getting sick uh, i mean sometimes they gonna get wiped out uh, in a very weird way until they wake up in my opinion so i think it's very brave what you did Uh, And maybe you can give um, uh, my audience some tips or takeaways, if you like, to handle this kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think one of the biggest things um, that I recommend to people is really just stop and, and think about everything for a second and go, okay, is this really serving me? Mm -hmm. Um, is it bringing me happiness because yeah there's work involved in everything right Mm -hmm. so you can't really go you know this is too much work it's deeper than that it's a matter of is the reward bringing me happiness Mm -hmm. Um, me personally I've always said that I like to create things that's if there wasn't money involved I wouldn't even care about the money side of it if I didn't have to pay bills I wouldn't even care if i got paid or not the joy that comes from creating things yes and that is really what i what i look at right but on the bigger that
0: i mean that's that sounds that you're really on your true path if that is happening so that's good and that's yeah that's
1: what i recommend to people is like i always ask people all the time like my friends i'm always the friend that tries to get people to quit their jobs when Mm -hmm. they start talking about Mm -hmm. how miserable they are right mm-hmm. and I go well what do you really want to do yeah what's your passion
0: yes exactly here and yes. don't be
1: afraid don't be afraid to turn this what some people might say oh your silly passion and your silly idea don't be afraid to take the silly idea and go do it
0: exactly. you know exactly um,
1: I pivot I use the beer pong company as an example I was a six-figure DJ running beer pong tournaments and I never I still laugh about it Mm-hmm. I'm still like, wow, how did that even happen?
0: It <laughs> yes. happened, it
1: yeah. happened because yeah. people told me I couldn't do it and I thrived off of that.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and I was like, oh, I can't do it. huh? Well, hold my beer watch this. Yeah. You know, so I personally thrive off of that. And it's another thing that I'm trying to shift out of. I told my therapist, I'm like, I don't want to use negativity. Exactly. Yes. I don't want to use negativity to thrive anymore. I Excellent. want to just... I want to have the confidence to know that I can thrive regardless.
0: Exactly. And, um, that, and that's, that's from within. That's only that from within. within.
1: Yes. Um, but I, I encourage everyone, your listeners, you know, anybody that's listening to this, I encourage everybody to just have faith, let go of the stuff that don't serve you, mm-hmm. and then invest into the things that you really want to do. Mm-hmm um because let's be real the car that fancy car that fancy ipad whatever is it serving you probably not use it to serve you you know let's invest in the things that are going to help our passions grow
0: yeah instead of looking good
1: yeah exactly because in the grand (laughs) scheme of things um more you know life is short like they say right it's really short yeah um and I want to at least, when I'm winding down and I'm on that, like, uh, I'm done and I'm mm-hmm. in retirement mode or you know whatever that looks like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I want to be able to look back and just enjoy the memories. Yes. And go, wow, that was a great run. We had a lot of fun. We did a lot of cool things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, instead of, man, I spent 30 years doing something I hated, but it paid my bills.
0: Exactly. I have
1: this running joke where I'm like, I swear we're here for more than bills and raising kids yeah yes <laughs> i promise you we're here for more than that yes i believe that yeah know? me
0: too me too absolutely
1: then the second piece to that is my you know my motto going forward from 2022 on is automate it delegate it and scale it mm-hmm. because that's you know i listened to rob dyrdak he's the famous guy that had fantasy factories the skateboarder all this thing and i was watching instagram reels one night laying in bed recently and he goes listen guys and this dude's a multi-millionaire he's probably pushing a billion by now he goes listen our goal as entrepreneurs should be to automate and delegate the majority of the things that we don't want to do so we can focus on that one thing that we had the passion for to begin with
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what I want to
1: get to I want to get rid of all the things I don't like about the business and I want to focus on the creativity side yes so people that are good at doing those other things, we need to go find those people and let them do what they do because that's what they enjoy doing. Yes. But yeah, that's that's my takeaways and my um, advice for anybody you know that's in a position where they're scratching their head trying to figure out the next move.
0: Awesome. Any any other recommendations? Um,
1: I mean, I got plenty of recommendations, but main thing is just going back to, you know, hey, figure out what it is that you and Julie doing
0: mm-hmm. and
1: turn it into something, turn it into a business. We're in a world now where, you know, I, I think we're in a better place than we've ever been when it comes to entrepreneurship. Um, we got people popping up every day that are just crushing it. Millionaires. We're producing millionaires every day. True. I used to be the type of person that would, I always was intrigued by those get rich from home. I mean, going back to the VCR tapes, I'm talking about like the 80s and stuff. Um, And I was always like, man, is that possible? And then I remember having my first two comma club coach and I watched him go from doing okay to the Lamborghini in the mansion. And I was like, yeah, this is possible. I've seen it with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. So it's like letting go of that. Stop questioning everything and just. Take it for what it is and go, you know what? I can do that too if that's what I really want to do.
0: God. You know, yeah, just have absolutely. faith. Yes, well, that's the big one. Have faith and trust the process. Surrender. Exactly. Yes. Okay, well, thank you so much, Marcus, for sharing your story. And um, to my listeners, I want to say we are. Signing off for the Feel Your Feelings podcast until another episode. Bye for now.